three, and two, and one. What's up, guys? I'm Mel. I'm Carlton. Damn. I'm Dom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, this is Talk Your Shift. Uh, sorry about that. Got very distracted for a split second. But anyways, that's Dom and the hat. And this handsome gentleman on my left is my husband. So, yay, hubby. Hello, everyone. Yes. Oh, my God, it's Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you're new here, welcome. And uh, just want to let you guys know that we talk a little bit about everything here, our growth and um, our personal development as well as wellness. Uh, we're definitely silly. We're not the serious type, although there are topics that are more serious, but we're lighthearted for the most part. And then we do a little bit of Am I the Asshole and a couple of affirmations at the end of the episode, which is pretty cool. Um, and for those who are back... Hey, thanks for coming back. Do you hear the difference in our sound? Uh-uh. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for supporting us. Um, so our guest today, as explained before, is my husband, Carlton. Hi. Hello. How are you doing today? Uh, great. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Dom, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, I took a nap. And my leg fell asleep. Well, my foot fell asleep. And then Carlton tried to torch me by um, vibrating the floor through a massage gun. Oh, no. That was supposed to be for your foot. Yeah. It was torture. It was just waking up. Oh, you felt it when your foot was on the floor? Yes. And that's why you were like, ah, stop. Yes. Oh, I thought you were doing that in a panic because you didn't want him to touch you with the massage gun. No, I felt that shit on the floor. Dang. Yeah. That so. for your foot. I know. <laughs> but yes, I took an, a very good nap. I had lines on my face. She did. She had a whole yeah. splotch. Is that yeah. the, the yeah. word splotch? Yeah, sure. But no, I'm, I'm doing good. You know, living life, ups and downs. Went to a concert. Yes. If they can't see you or I forget to zoom in, tell them who you saw. <laughs> so I saw one seventh of BTS. I saw one of the rappers. His name is Suga in BTS, but as a solo artist, his name is August D. Woo! Very good. It was okay. a lot of fun. My, my throat is still recovering, so if I sound like, you know, a 16-year-old boy that's trying to get it together. <laughs> she is a 16-year-old boy trying yeah. to get it together. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel, because, like, like, my throat is still a little bit hoarse, mm -hmm. and it still kind of hurts to swallow. Honestly, so your I'm voice like, sounds fantastic really like in comparison to what raspy. happened to me when i like saw maroon 5 several years ago it would listen you can make fun of me all you want but people who love maroon 5 will understand no. adam levine come on don't play with me well no like what mimic what your voice sounded like it was i can't it was raspy as shit yeah that's it, how i feel right now like it, it feels sounds lower, almost exactly the same really yes you're not raspy you're not raspy at all. Did you not take the throat calm stuff? No. <laughs> That's why I'm like, you're like, I sound so different. You don't. You when, don't. Well, in the car when I was singing, I couldn't hit certain <laughs> high notes. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I sound like fucking Michael Buble. I was like, <sighs> like I, I got low. I got oh. low. I scared myself a little bit because I hit a low note and I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. So that's in my reality. Wonderful. One time. Okay, so uh, the reason why we brought uh, my hubby on to today's episode is because, A, we've been dying to get him on an episode, and B, he's always been super insightful, and so um, we're going to kind of just touch on that a little bit. So uh, we've been working, you know, on like our self-care and mental wellness for like such a long time now, and so I'm kind of, I just want everybody to know like what got you started and like, um, you know... Just just tell us a little bit about, like, your journey, like, through that. Wow. Okay. Just a smidge. It's just, just a smidge. You don't have to no, go. No, no. It's just one of, those, it's one of those questions where it's like, how do you live your life? And I'm like, that's, there's, that's a big question. Um, self, so the journey, yes. Um, so I guess, if anything, I started just by not wanting to suffer. Um, if there's been a motivational <laughs> force or a reason for me to, 
to personally grow and and move in that direction. It's to kind of like you know suffer less. That's fair. Okay. So there's there's that, <laughs> and uh, most of the the workshops and everything I've done, there's there's suffering that happens, there's pain that comes to the surface, and um, but once you kind of like work through it, it's you get triggered less and that being triggered less means that you spend less of your time and energy like taking shit out on people who don't deserve it nice i love that yeah so you feel better now is what you're saying you're 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 good or um, i'm yeah mostly <laughs> <laughs> that's fair tom are you good <laughs> um i'm a leaf in the wind so i don't know what each day will bring and sometimes I feel like I'm, like, I can just, like, coasting through life, just a happy-go-lucky kid. And then there's other days where, like, <laughs> you know. What's so funny also is, like, Carlton was the catalyst for both Dom and my growth, right? Mm. So um, when I first started uh, my friendship with Carlton, I was really working through my anger. And so... And, and like everything else. Um, and so one of the first things I started doing was meditating. And then I kind of was just like stuck in this stagnant place. And so I don't really know how we got into the conversation. But eventually like he started giving me tips and he recommended going to a couple of the workshops. So like I feel like a big chunk of the workshops that he's been to I've done. And then once I did them I was like Dom you gotta do these workshops. Yeah. <laughs> And um, and the other thing was, like, in the beginning of our friendship with Dominique, um, Carlton carries around a Moldavite for those um, who are familiar with stones. And Dominique made a joke that she was a sister witch. And so Carlton was like, I'm going to give her this stone to just touch. And then we just, it was just chaos afterwards. Was, yeah, that was crazy. It was crazy. I remember that. I remember, like, touching it. I was like, whoa. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then, and, it, then the shift. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember calling me, like, a day or two after that and being like, I feel so many things right now. Yeah. 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 I literally, like, <clears throat> I felt uh, just everything at once. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. Like, even stuff that I didn't realize that I was feeling, like, it was, you know, locked in there, suppressed. Mm-hmm. It just, and it was like, yep, we're going to work on this, 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 this. Yeah. And we crazy. haven't stopped since. That's literally what it is, though. Yeah, I asked if he was ready. <laughs> yeah, but he I'm did. an idiot. He like, did. I'm like, he did. Yeah, he give, me, give me a stone. <laughs> I'm like, it looks like kryptonite. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure you're ready? It's like, yeah. yep, might as well just get it done. Yeah. And then when she was like, oh, my God, I was like, Carlton, why did you give her such a powerful stone? And he was like, she said she was a sister witch. I thought she, and she said she was ready. So that was, that was funny. But Good job, Tom. Good job. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you've done quite a few workshops. Do you have a particular that's a favorite um, like, you don't have to go into details, but do you have, like, a favorite? Because you've done several, and then you've done them multiple times over. Mm. There's a, there's my favorite, the one that I would probably redo again, but I'm not. I, I got to get back into my meditation and everything. Um, remote viewing was my favorite. Oh, I didn't do that one. No, I didn't Is that with Teeny? No. Oh, that's somebody else. Yeah, that was a whole, that was a whole other thing. I traveled for that one and did a, a workshop for remote viewing. That was my favorite because that kind of tapped into, that kind of really opened my mind up to like the, the, like the infinite possibilities that we can actually tap into. Um, and and kind of, uh, it, it became more than just energy work at that point. Like it was just like, you know, there was like Reiki and energy and everything, <laughs> but when I did the, the workshop for remote viewing, that's when I was like, oh, okay, like this is, this is tapping into something bigger than just like Earth Force or like, mm. that's, that's the workshop that I, that I would say like shifted my perspective of reality. Ooh, okay. 
Yeah. That's an intense one for sure. Cool. Yeah. He told me specifically that I should not do it until <laughs> I get my like thoughts like better at focusing on like like cuz I get distracted with negativity and it's like if you're working with is that the same thing? Yeah, once you yeah. um when you're at that point of 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 manifestation, yeah. you don't it's it's mm, mm, being able to to manifest and focus your energy on on positivity is kind of like it's like your ability to create. It's like your power to build. It's like your uh, like you have a vehicle. Yeah. And so if you have a vehicle and you're positive, you're going to stay on the road. That's why I'm saying I'm not allowed to do this because and, I'm going to be <laughs> and, <laughs> like knocking into cones and stop signs and shit. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Like, and if you have the ability to manifest and you don't have the focal point of positivity, you can manifest things that you really don't want. You just mm. it's just that your your focus becomes something that you don't want and then you hone in on that and then that becomes where your vehicle goes. And if it's a wall, then you're going <laughs> into the wall. <laughs> yes. <So>. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, seriously though, like we're we're super witchy in this house and amongst friends. And um, you know, we work on energetically, I guess, cleansing ourselves every once in a while as far as, like, positivity goes and, and mindset and, and things of that nature um, because we want to live happy, fulfilled, safe lives. And so we focus on being positive <laughs> even throughout a shitstorm. Um, and that has been my practice. Uh, Absolutely. Not, yeah. to, not to say the shitstorm doesn't exist. Like, if, yeah, yeah, if it's yeah. a bad thing, we address it. But yeah. we try not to focus too hard not try to flag down like more shit yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. You're like there's we, we need more shit over here <laughs> shoots off flare <laughs> no you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of that scene in james and the giant peach wait did either of you watch james and the giant peach no oh my god for those of you who have seen james and the giant peach there's a scene where they're trying to get the seagulls to come down and like there's there's bugs in James and the Giant Peach, right? So the centipede is, like, grabbing the worm, mm -hmm. and the worm is, like, taller than you because they're, like, grown people size. It's a thing. It's magic. And the, he just starts, like, waving the worm, and it has, like, a bell around its neck, and then the seagulls come down. And so that's what I visualized in my head when you said flag down the negativity. <laughs> We don't want to do that. Yeah. And now I'm going to have to watch James and the Giant Peach with them because they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways, so we are going to move on to our first segment, which is our meme segment. Yay! And so I'm going to read two memes, and we're going to kind of just... I was going to say pick our thoughts, but that's not correct. <laughs> we're just going to discuss them. Okay, so the first one is... An unhealed person can find offense in pretty much anything someone does. A healed person understands that the actions of others have absolutely nothing to do with them. Each day you get to decide which one you will be. And this is an unknown uh, person that wrote this, but it's on PositivitySparkles.com. And the second one is every time that someone is cruel to you, do something kind for yourself. This mm. is how you reinforce your worth when others refuse to acknowledge it. This is an incredibly powerful act of self-love. And this is by Kaylin Dion. We love Kaylin Dion. Woo! Yeah, I love Celine Dion. Yes, they're always writing these really insightful um, things. So do you want to go first? Do you need a moment to think about it? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, okay. I think both are well written. I feel like I'm reviewing like an article. <laughs> like fantastic alliteration. I saw the metaphor, um, but no. Uh, I think both were very well written. Uh, but the second one is the one that I think hits me the most. Just because the current place that I'm at right now is falling back in love with myself and really shutting down that terrible, terrible, terrible inner critic 
that I have. My inner critic is on crack. Like, that shit up here. Mm -hmm. But um, I recently started therapy again, and I uh, was speaking with my therapist, and she asked me a question about, you know, why do you say these things to yourself when you believe that other people should be treated a certain way? And I know that I've spoken to Carlton on the phone about this a decent amount in the past couple of weeks. And I've just realized that I am so mean to myself. Mm. So mean to myself. And I'm so nice to others. I don't mean that as like a bragging type of thing, but more so I treat others better than I treat myself. Mm-hmm. And it hit me, and I was like, wait, if if I could say those things about somebody else, or if I could do those things for somebody else, or even if somebody else sees those things in me, like what makes me special, you know, um, why can't I feel that way about myself, or why can't I do that for myself? Yeah. And I can. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the thing is, I can. But my inner critic makes me feel, oh, no, you can't, like, you're mm-hmm. this, you're that, you're that. It's like, like I feel like if I was to remove myself and become a third person, but then go into my brain and listen, I would feel like I'm watching an advertisement for like, stop bullying. Like, <laughs> like, like those school advertisements. Where it's like, it's like, no hazing. This is a bully-free zone. And um, so I really like that second one. I really like, do you know if someone does something cruel to you or says something cruel to you do something kind for yourself because essentially at the end of the day you have you even though i know that people love me and i know that people want the best for me but at the end of the day to no fault of anyone's people can't be there all the time yeah the person that's there for you 24 7 is you and if that person that is there for you 24 7 talks to you in such a horrible manner, mm-hmm. that's not good. That's not healthy. So I've been personally trying to do something nice for myself or actually made a list that says reasons why I should love myself. And I'm just trying to write down different things that, like I wrote down my height because I like my height. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, could be, okay. I could reach shit. You yeah. reach shit. You don't got to sit on the counter. That's what nothing. I'm saying. That's what top shelf. Okay. <laughs> what else? No, but um, I've been just trying to write different things that I'm either proud of myself for or that I do like about myself. And then if I don't feel this way about myself, I've been writing down compliments that I've gotten from others, whether it be mm. a stranger or you guys oh, so or, nice. you know, friends, acquaintances, coworkers, whatever. I've just been writing that down because to me, it's like if they can see something so special about me, whether it's physical or internally or because I'm funny as shit. I was going to say because of your big heart. Don't let this bitch fool you. She got a big ass heart. Yeah, it's it's all it's all a defense mechanism. I'm like, <laughs> but then internally, I'm like, let me hold you. <laughs> but, um, so I've been writing that different things that have been said to me down that are quite nice. So then when I go back and maybe on a day that I am feeling like shit, I'll look back and even though I don't believe those things right now, mm-hmm. constant exposure to it, I think eventually one day I'll be able to look at that and be like, you know what? Yeah, like I I do have cool style or something, like something along those lines. And just the things that I can't see that are special about myself and of course there's going to be days where even even people who are have been doing this healing journey for decades sometimes you have your days where you're not feeling the best yeah so um i just i, I really like that reminder of do something nice for yourself cuz one you deserve it but you know there's there's a lot of people out there that be doing some messed up things whether it's personal or not mm-hmm. because yeah as fucked up as it is to say, nobody cares about you like that. Like, <laughs> listen, if some random ass lady gave you an attitude, she didn't give a fuck about you, your kids, your job, nothing. She, she just wanted that parking spot. She just, she just, she's just <laughs> a goddamn menace. But because of her own internal things, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like, like that. What that other meme was saying about mm-hmm. unhealed people just be fucking, you know? Yeah. They be 
locked and loaded, shooting people, metaphorically. <laughs> we don't condone violence. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, I just think those those memes are really solid memes. Those are good ones. Good job, Mellard. Thanks. Man. All right, so what you think? Did something from one of them in particular or so both? So the, the first one kind of threw me off a little bit oh, because okay. um, <laughs> you had... You had you had said that we're gonna talk about how to how to do the thing where uh, you don't take things personally, and, yeah. and that pretty much covers it. So, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like one of those things. Was like, all right, we're gonna talk about this thing. I'm gonna read this quote. All right, that that the that, 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 <laughs> that's yeah. what you were gonna say. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So it's for the for the most part, <laughs> and it it took me a while to get. To where I'm at, mm-hmm. um, as far as if someone tries to make me feel a certain type of way, or if they're mm-hmm. up in their head and feeling some type of way, and they try to fire some shots, I just kind of look at them and I go, "Oh, you're having a bad day," and I don't really take it to heart that yeah. someone's feeling some type of way and, and attacking me. It's just more or less like, "Oh, you have a problem." And, and, and I guess part of why I feel that way is because, to the best of my ability, I try not to stomp on people's toes. I try not to push anyone over if I'm trying to get somewhere. Yeah. And it's not... And if I do offend, then I take responsibility for that and I do what I can to kind of balance things back out, whether it's a pay it forward or it's a lessons learned and I don't trespass in that way yeah. the next time around. So if if it is a thing, um, and even if I do make some sort of mistake, it's more or less, I don't take it personally in the way where it's just like I start to attack myself somehow. It's just more or less like I take the responsibility where it's like, okay, well, I did the thing, and I'll try not to do the thing going forward. Yeah. But it's different than when a person takes things personally. Like it's it, it's So there's so it's like you're taking it as more of like a constructive criticism whereas another person might just be like, "Oh my god, like this mm. is who I am." Kind of thing. Is that what you're saying? I'm not trying to assume, I'm just trying to help. No, no, I think so. Okay. Because it's one of those <laughs> things where like no, I no. don't I I don't talk about it too often and we've had plenty. We've had plenty of conversations where I'd be like Mel, you can't take this thing personally. And you're like, Argh. and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's not always, you know, that's not always helpful because the how is kind of the tricky part because there aren't, it's not necessarily like a one to five step taking process where it's like, oh, don't take this thing personally because most of the time when a situation like that happens, you end up triggered and you're in your emotional mm-hmm. space, not your logical space. And mm-hmm. then it's like from the point of the emotional reaction, you're already there. Like yeah. there's some other thing linked to your childhood. There's not to say you personally, but just I know. generally speaking. <laughs> um, no, and, he's just calling me out and no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, <laughs> and so it's a little, it's a little tricky to not take things personally when as soon as the situation like is taking place or as soon as things are like happening it's already there like yeah. the moment that you get yelled at it's just like there's no de-escalating at that point it, mm. it, 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 yeah mm-hmm. you know but if you're practicing up and someone's yelling at you you just kind of look at them and go wow they're really upset Kind of like the scene in The Last Dragon where the dude is like, come on and fight me. And he's fucking eating popcorn with chopsticks. Yes. And I was like, like, that's me. Yeah, that whole movie like messed me up because it was like, oh my God, it's Carlton. It's his life. We have to watch it. Minus minus the martial arts part. I don't know. I I feel like... like If I could, I would, but I'm not there. You definitely can. <laughs> just a quick like Bruce Lee one inch punch. Could you imagine? I feel like Carlton's the type of person that um looks so harmless. Like he's the kind of guy that 
if a store was getting robbed, they would go for him first because they're like, easy money. And then Carlton would pull. <laughs> and the guy's like, he'd be like this. He'd be like sliding down the wall. Oh and the guy, God. yeah. I don't know. I just feel like Carlton is just like, he's a lethal weapon in disguise. You know? Mm-hmm. Like the box is fragile, but then when you open it, it's fucking daggers. So. I believe it. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for you to, to become <laughs> a menace. <laughs> to become a menace. Yeah. I'm going to use that to my advantage. Yeah, like, don't mess with me. <laughs> very nice yeah. um let me see so i don't know obviously they both stuck with me if i like picked them <laughs> not to be a shit but um just a little shitty but uh i i loved both of them because the first one as far as like unhealed people will hurt you and you know don't take it personally type of thing when i read it i heard your voice because i'm like mm. man this man been saying this shit to me for years <laughs> so so it was like this is going to be this is going to be the thing mm. and then this other one you know i this is the first time i've ever like seen it written down in this kind of way where people are normally like if you're feeling down like journal or write yeah. your affirmations or yeah. you know do something nice for yourself but to do something nice for yourself um after being treated cruelly I feel like is so different than um, than what I've done because I feel like for me I'm an emotional eater mm-hmm. and that can be super destructive and not helpful and so where the the whole thing comes it's like if I'm affected negatively by a person like. I dive into the feelings of whatever it is that that person has like said to me and then I'll just emotionally eat as the the action after the thing that happens and so to actually do something nice for myself sounds like such a better idea like okay if you know somebody said something shitty to you or there was a situation that happened like I'm going to go blow off some steam and go to the gym or I'm going to do something nice. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to go get my eyebrows done or, you know, get my nails done or get a massage or, or something like that. Chiropractic adjustment. Even those are like amazing. Cause Oh, when my girl works my back, Oh, it's wonderful. Oh my God. She did it a few weeks ago and she's like, wow, you had a lot going on back there. I feel like that actually sounded really bad, but, <laughs> but, but you know, my back, like between my shoulders, <laughs> but like, I just thought that it was such a beautiful concept. You know what I mean? It's like, be nice. I know, I know, I know I'm a clown, but you know, be nice to yourself. Like do something sweet to yourself. Um, which is something I used to do uh, when I was younger. I used to take myself out on dates. Like I used to go sit at the bar at Applebee's and I would go for the... Applebee's is legit. So. I know. The, they had the wings and mm-hmm. the, the wonton tacos. You have the wonton tacos? I think they took that off the menu, no? I haven't been to Applebee's in years now. Mm-hmm. Cracker shrimp. The firecracker shrimp? Yeah. They have firecracker shrimp? The, 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 the shrimp. The fried shrimp with a little spicy in the salad. I don't remember that. What? No. I skip over the seafood section because one, I'm at Applebee's, and two, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need seafood. Right, she already I'm... had this conversation with me. She doesn't like, <laughs> is it shrimp or is it lobster that you think is weird because... Shrimp. Yeah. Why do you think it's weird? Because the texture in comparison to the crunch fucks me up. Crunch? The fuck are you eating? Um, she was explaining that it's like it's like crunchy and soft soft at the same time like it's not like crunchy like a chip but it's like it's not soft that jello is soft when you bite into jello it's just smooth sailing not to divert too much but wait how do how do you think fried food work no, no, I didn't have she's, ta- she's talking about like she, even yeah. a sautéed like yeah. grilled shrimp have a little bit of a, just any shrimp. Oh, the yeah. texture. Okay. Yeah, she's saying that it's oh, soft so and crunch. She's like, it's crunchy on the outside and it's soft on the inside. <laughs> that should fuck me up. Be like, you only fried chicken. I'm like, oh my gosh, onion rings are so weird. Like it's so crunchy on the outside and then on the inside. Not kidding. No, you definitely fucked him up for a second. His brain was like. 
cute. But no, she just means shrimp in general. Okay. But, yeah. okay. But anyways, I used to take myself out on dates. To <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's get that ADHD, ADHD. <laughs> to Applebee's. Um, and I used to have myself a little drink, and sometimes yeah. I'd talk to the bartender, That's and cool. I, would just, I would just feel cute, and I would just have my little apps, and I would just chill, and then I'd have my Kindle, and I'd just read and stuff, and that would be me. And, and that was nice. And I feel like that's different than, excuse me, like just eating because you're upset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. in that, you're not conscious of like how much you're really grabbing. Because that's what my therapist, my previous therapist, she had like said, you know, slow down your eating and just really take in the flavors and like the textures and the smells and all that in order to slow down. That way you're... If you are emotionally eating, you're actually enjoying it instead of doing, you know, I don't know if either of you experienced this, but, like, um, you're just chewing. It's like there's mm. flavor and then and then there's no flavor and that's it. And it, it's just like either your mouth is empty or it's full and there's a flavor, but you're not really savoring it and enjoying it. You're just shoveling it in essentially and i'm not saying i'm like in there crying like with my hands like just shoving whatever it is in my mouth i just mean like you're not realizing how many spoons of something you're eating you're just going um so like that's why i was like oh doing something nice for yourself sounds like such a such a nice thing to do because i've had people say some really fucking rude mean things to me and i I probably ate something right after as opposed to like doing something really sweet for myself. So um, I also remember I used to get my eyebrows done when I was really pissed off because there's something eh, satisfying about like someone just going and just ripping like eyebrows (laughs) and then you look great after the fact. Does this mean something? Is somebody going to say this is a kink or a fetish? I wasn't going to say a kink, but immediately, immediately, in my head, I heard the Doja Cat lyric where she's like, masochist. <laughs> that's what I thought of. So that's why I was like... I was like, dang, okay. <laughs> no, Carlton and I are, we're here, we're on this wave, and you're, you're up here. So, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so those are, uh, that's a little preview of like, well, not preview, I'm not going to tell you guys all of my coping mechanisms, but, um, you know, that's a little bit of, of what I've done to like deal with the things, and I feel like being kinder to myself for, for sure, for sure is, um, it's a process, but I'm going to get there, so I'm going to try to do this thing, because the thing is, Dom will journal, she's really good at journaling, she be journaling a lot. Nah, not anymore. You do it way more than I do. We should do it together. We should. You know, just go. Very nice. <laughs> and then the, and just to touch base on the first one, and then we'll, like, continue on. But, um, like, I still get angry. I still get, I still get mad at other people that, you know, do mean things. Because here's here the thing about me. I could understand the reason why. And Carlton usually debates me on this because he's like, if you really understand, then you can't get mad. And I call bullshit. I can get mad if, like, (laughs) if I understand, I understand a person's, you know, a little bit of their backstory and why they may or may not, you know, treat people a certain type of way. If it comes directed at me, I'm going to still get mad if it's uber disrespectful. I've gotten better at like not reacting right like i feel like i've gotten better at responding but that don't mean that there aren't times where i'm like oh my god i don't give a shit what you're going through right now that was so fucking mean or that was rude or like or i'll just complain to carlton and tell him like this fucking thing happened and he's just like stop taking it personally and i'm just like it's that's not easy it's not easy like you make it look easy, like all the things, right? Which is why we have all these conversations, you know? And so I just, I'm just like, I'm like, how do you do it? Okay. <clears throat> because I got to defend myself on this one. It's not so much as you, you get to a certain point where it, 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 it could only really happen but one way. Like, you see the situation, you kind of follow it along, 
And if you understand, you can kind of see how all the things play out. Kind of like when you watch a movie and you see something happen and you get really hyped. You can get mad about what's going on in the movie. Or you could be that other person who just kind of watches the movie and is like, yeah, I could see how that should work. I could, I could see how that all played out. And that's kind of where I'm at with certain things where it's like I, I watch a situation. I see all of the things. I have an understanding of where the people came from and how they got there. And I'm like, man, that shit was only going to happen but one way. And so instead of getting angry at the person, it's just to really just understand how all of the things done played out and that it could have only gone but one way. And so I, I guess, and that's not to say that I don't, I don't ever get angry. Um, it's very rare. It, 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 it is every now and then. Every now and then. Some, there's like a button that's still active and it's like, oh, <laughs> um, that's there. <laughs> like, I didn't know you were there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the thing about what happened at my mom's house and... Yeah. 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 I got upset with my mom. She was like... She was, she was like, pushing Like, mm. doing the thing. Yeah, she wasn't pushing. She was slapping the shit, apparently. I had a thing, Free though. Then, no, no. And then Mel was just like, you shouldn't be upset with your mom. Like... And I was like, okay, bet. And so I took whatever patience I had and I like distilled it and refined it. And I was like, I have more patience now. <laughs> <laughs> How's this? And then next thing I know, he was halfway to the deli. Oh my, then I got upset. And then I <laughs> She walked. would get upset. And I'd be like, it's okay, babe. You can't take it personally. You can't get upset. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I did. I, I got upset quite a bit. <laughs> um, so that's why I was just like, he did a great job. I had so much to work on and still do. No, but that's that was that was difficult. <laughs> that was a difficult one for sure. But um, it's like, and I guess there are sometimes. Here's the thing that gets me frustrated is there are times where you can predict where a situation is going. Okay. And you're like, hey, guys, don't go that way. Don't do that. <laughs> right? Yeah. And they do it, and shit happens, right? But at the same time, it's just like, this is going to make me sound like a terrible person. I'm going to try to word this as best as I can. I feel like sometimes when people ask for advice and you try to give them said advice and then they ignore you and then they come back and do the same thing again and then we now have the same conversation that you have done the same fucking thing several times over and you're asking for help, I feel like sometimes... I don't want to hear it, <laughs> depending on what the situation is. If someone is in grave danger or it's somebody's health or something, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not heartless. But I'm saying if it's something that I always say, you know, get out of your own way. Like, it's if it's something that you need to get out of your own way, I'm like, like, come on, man. Because either do it or don't talk to me about it anymore mm. after the seventh time. Because then, here's what happens. P some people ask for advice constantly, and then when you give them the truth, then they fucking get pissed off. Then don't ask me. Then don't, a <laughs> then don't ask me, you know? And that's yeah. going to make me sound like a piece of shit a little bit. But, like, I feel like everybody has their, and clearly I, I have to continue to work on my patience, but, like, I'm just saying that, you know, sometimes... I, I it's sometimes I ain't got the patience for it, and so and it just can be very frustrating. So and like especially when people lash out at you, yeah. like with that. And I get it. A person is in a triggered place, and you know sometimes people just want to complain, or you know, or they do want advice or yeah. whatever, you know. And it's and I also think that some people don't know how to make up their own minds when it comes to, like, what it is that they want. Like, they mm. say they want advice, but they really don't. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> they just want to complain. Or they want you to co-sign the debauchery that they're doing, right? And as a true friend, I, I don't always necessarily feel like I can do that, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes I got to keep it real. And sometimes people get mad. Right, babe? Yeah, I tell a person they're wrong. Yeah, yeah no, but... He but, real quick to say wrong. But that, yep. in my opinion, is what makes somebody a true friend. And it, like, sometimes someone might be talking to you about something. And there's a difference between telling them the cold, hard truth, even if it's going to hurt their feelings, and someone who just says something to be mean. You know, so oh, that, that's, that's absolutely. Kind of, I would never. No, but but, but yeah. I'm saying like the person who goes to you for advice or asks for your opinion also too needs to recognize you're asking them. So me, I always give a disclaimer. I'm like, you want to know what I'm actually gonna say? You want me to be honest or no? And then sometimes I'll get no. I'm like, okay, all right. So you made your decision. You made your decision. How are you gonna fix it? And then if they say yes, I'm like. Pulls down, <laughs> pulls down sheet. If we look at 1A. You got a whole PowerPoint. Whole PowerPoint, PowerPoint, yeah. Laser pointer. Laser pointer, yeah. But Oh, my God. No, I wouldn't. Like, so, some people just be, they want validation. Mm-hmm. And they're not actually there to find out if they've done something wrong. Because sometimes you don't see it in a situation. You need that third-person perspective. Yeah. And once they explain it to you, like, oh, shit, I, I did fuck up. Or I, you know, I'm not innocent in this situation. But there's some people who just want to be told, ah, oh, yeah, like, now nah, you a victim. Like, <laughs> you a victim and a villain. But, you know what I'm saying? So, no, I, I agree with you. So, sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta be honest. You gotta be honest. Yeah. Not sometimes, I think. <laughs> you gotta be honest. And then if, Maybe they can't handle the honesty. You can just as delicately, you know, don't lie. Yeah. But Carlton's honest as shit. Oh, I love it. Yeah, he's honest. He's not hurtful. I want to put that out there. He's not hurtful. But sometimes it's like, God damn, you told me about me. You need to hear it. You yeah. need to hear it. Mm-hmm. You need to hear it. Who tells you about you? Me. I'm literally just gonna say, like, oh my god. Tom, Tom's critics talk earlier is almost just like, yeah. Is it a whole board? Is it a whole cabinet meeting? No, because what what happened was, you know, when I was. Because here's here's the thing, you know? It's like when we're younger, what we hear from our parents becomes our. that, That inner voice that feeds that feeds the voice in our head. And we don't always get the right message. That's the other part of things. Um, and like, I, like I'm like i slowly like figuring that out. And that's not to say that some parents aren't just totally like out there and doing crazy things to their kids. Mm-hmm. But like, like, I remember like, you know, my dad would say like, you know, what are you stupid? And it's because like in his, from where he was at, it looked like I was doing stupid things. So he would ask, like, what the, you know, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, when I heard the word stupid, it became what he was calling me. And mm-hmm. so I, I felt like I had something to prove or I didn't feel smart or whatever it was when I was younger. And eventually it got to the point where, like, I just decided that, like, I needed to, to do what I had to do to prove that I wasn't. You know, mm-hmm. and so, but that that nagging voice became like, "Oh, you're stupid, or you're not smart enough, or blah blah blah, or whatever," and that stuck in in the back of my head. And so, one of my little trigger points was like, if anybody like you know uh, insulted my intelligence or questioned my intelligence, that was my trigger for the longest time. And so, whenever it would come up, it would be like, "Oh, now I got to prove to you that like you know." I got all of these smarts and I'm just ready to go with whatever it is about uh, electronics or with like astrology or astronomy or like technical physics, whatever it is, just, just all the things ready. And then at some point it was just like, I don't got, I, I don't, I don't know when the transition happens, but at some point, like, I guess the, it, it's, 
I think that 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 boundary uh, for tolerance is when the voices outside are stronger or louder or more condescending than the voice inside. And that's usually what sets people off. Like, you sound a little bit too much like what I got going on in here, and that's not okay. But usually if, you, if someone tells you something and it's not true, then it's just like, oh, well. But if you hear something from someone outside your head uh, about what's going on inside your head, I think that's when it becomes, you know, troublesome. And so I guess quieting the voice inside has been the practice and getting that critic um, under a better control. Mm-hmm. And so understanding where it came from, where it's like, you know, my dad wasn't like specifically telling me that I was dumb, but it was like I was doing dumb things. And and when he would say it, like I would hear him questioning my intelligence or insulting my intelligence or just telling me that like I'm not going to be smart or whatever it was. But that wasn't what he was saying. That was my interpretation of it. Mm. And that stuck with me for years <laughs> until finally it was like no i'm good <laughs> and then it's like and that was but but it but for that for me i i guess it, i became smart enough to feel that if anyone did question it then they didn't have any like there's no proof like that couldn't be a true statement. And so for that particular trigger, I resolved the issue of intelligence before I resolved the trigger. And then, but for other things, I was able to resolve um, the trigger before clearing up. Does that make sense? I think I need you to elaborate that a little bit. Okay. So in the, in the, in the question of my intelligence, I got a, I, I, did all my, like I did studying, I, I memorized things, I pretty much was able to prove, if I needed to, that I was smart. So if anyone did question it, like I had that intelligence, like I had that block to stand on, where it's like, no, you can't, you can't insult my intelligence, because I've got this. Gotcha, okay. And so whenever anyone, and that was one of my big things, so if anyone said, Oh, you don't got that. I'm like, it's right here. I got a chest full of facts. I'm ready to go. And so so that trigger I resolved by resolving the issue behind like the intelligence. Okay. Okay. Whereas with with other things, I was able to kind of like silence the critic enough to where I didn't have to like if someone insulted my looks. I didn't go and put on makeup or get dolled up or anything like that. I was just like, eh. And that was it. It was like, oh, you're ugly. I'm like, all right, well, everybody's got a right to their own opinion. Whereas if someone <laughs> called me stupid, I'd be like, but I got facts. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, you're saying. so that's, yeah, that's a lot of words. No, that's fine. That's fine. I hope that that like resonated with people and that they start kicking ass. Carlton oh, yeah. always tells me to take that inner critic and punch it right in the <laughs> fucking face. That's what he says to me. Like, yes, he does curse every once in a while, but he's like, just punch it right in the face and tell it to go sit down. And I'd be like, okay, you know, and now I finally have been able to start doing that. So that's been very helpful. That's, that's another method. Yeah, and that is another method because my my inner critics are really loud and obnoxious. And he's like, sometimes you just got to punch those inner critics right in the face. That's what you got to do. So I do. Thanks, babe. All right, guys. Are we... <laughs> we don't condone violence. We don't condone violence. No. We don't condone violence. No. All right. Are we ready for okay. the Am I the Asshole? I don't know why I'm scared for this one. Here we go. Oh boy. Am I the asshole? Yes. For not. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the asshole for not wanting my fiance to make a birthday cake for his sister because it's my birthday too? Here we go. I already have an opinion. (laughs) It gets worse. My 36 fiance. 
39, I'll call him Dave for this post, can make really good, detailed cakes. It's not a business, but it's something he enjoys doing. We've been together for three years. Dave's sister died close to 10 years ago before we met coincidentally. Me and his sister have the same birthday. Every year, Dave makes an extravagant happy birthday, oh, sorry, an extravagant cake and sings happy birthday to his sister. I want to make it clear, I don't have a problem with this if it was on any other day. The day before, the day after, whenever. But my family always made a big deal of birthdays, and he knows I enjoy celebrating and having my day. I know some people think you can't, that you can be too old for birthdays, and then that's their opinion, but not mine. So my birthday's next week. I asked Dave if we could do his sister's celebration on a different day. He said no. He's going to make the cake and do the routine he does every year. I said, I get that, but this is my birthday, and I'm actually here right now, and how many more years is he going to continue doing this? He got mad at me and replied that I'm being disrespectful. At that point, I got a bit upset and told him he's not being fair to me. Me and Dave agree on and get along well, usually, and this just feels like a bit of a stupid thing to get upset about, but now it's blown up. So, am I the asshole? For, for reference, I checked the comments. He also makes a cake for her birthday, and they spend the rest of the day celebrating her. He just takes about, he makes the cakes the day or a few days before the birthday, the actual birthday, and then he just lights the candles, sings happy birthday, and then she gets her cake, and they spend the rest of the day together. So it's literally like a two-minute thing that he's doing in um, memory of his sister. Yeah. So we could be honest, right? Yeah. Ask me if I think she's the asshole. Is she the asshole? Yes. 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 Are you shitting me? Mm-hmm. Are, mm-hmm. are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, dude. His sister passed away. Mm-hmm. I'm alive and I'm here now. First, that is disrespectful. I forget punching the inner <laughs> critic. Come and punch the out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, like he's just trying to remember his sister, someone who meant a lot to him. I'm assuming that's mm-hmm. his sister. Yep. And it's not as though the whole day, like you said, the whole day, it's all about mourning his sister and just reliving all of that and fuck your birthday, we're not paying attention to it. You, it may be that whole thing, lighting the cake, singing happy birthday, and him just thinking about, like, taking taking a moment that's blocked off for her and thinking of her. Wow, I'm I'm hyped right now. I want to know who is that you, <laughs> send me the post because I'm about to type in caps. <laughs> but, um, we don't, con- we don't condone cyberbullying. Um, <laughs> We always have to do some sort of what's the what's the word? Disclaimer. Thank you. We always have to do some sort of disclaimer when Dom gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, but I think that's a little bit ridiculous because it's not like he's taking the whole day and he's saying "fuck you" on your birthday. We're not worrying about that. He's literally taking a moment of his time mm-hmm. to remember someone who meant so much to him, and that makes him happy it makes him think of her and it could very well make him feel like he still has a piece of her you know and then he still partakes in what you want to do and does the same thing for you she gets the bigger more extravagant cake also like he makes like a small extravagant cake for his sister and then he makes an even bigger one for her and they do like a whole yeah yeah tell tell home girl if you are listening girl do some reflecting. Think about how much this man loves you, that he gives you the bigger friggin' cake, and you still get whatever you want. And try to put yourself in his shoes. He lost somebody that he loves so much. She will never be back. And you know that because you said it. So, like, damn, bro. Like, that genuinely makes me mad. That genuinely makes me mad. How could you... How could you say that how could you do how can you act like that it's the entitlement the entitlement is so fucking crazy that's what i'm saying i'm like and here's the thing i know or i used to know women like this that like would make it all about themselves and it's just it's just so like i hate it but i'm gonna use the word it's so toxic and so like gross i mean what do you think babe that's just crazy I would, um, 
I would say yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things where you you you're not necessarily being robbed of. You're not getting anything really taken away from you. A couple minutes, you know, and it's and and to not recognize that he's going through a process. Like he's putting this cake together. It's a it's a it's a it's a process that he's doing this thing. You know, mm-hmm. he's thinking of her. You know, of the sister when he's baking the cake, when he's decorating, when he's doing the thing. Almost like a ritual. It's yeah. it's uh, yeah, and it's so in the process of him doing this thing. It's like this is what he does every year, and it's in remembrance of like the same way people go visit and they put the flowers and they do thing and and it's like you wouldn't come at someone and just be like, "Can you um like uh do that some other day?" It's she like, could. I feel she like did. she probably would. Have. She did. And and so, but that's the thing though is that okay, well, it's. This is something that he's processing or going through, you know, and it's not like if he if he was in the state of mind to where he could just say, I'll do it some other day, he probably would have chosen another day. Yeah, you know, I didn't think about that. But he didn't. He's doing both cakes. He could theoretically have baked his sister's cake a week before or a week after, but he didn't. He chose to celebrate her passing, um, or mourn her passing, which whichever I know. It's actually well, he's he's celebrating, celebrating her, her birth. Yeah. yeah, celebrating her. So life, he's yeah he's celebrating your life. It's, so he's not he's he's just trying to process the best way that he can, because it's not like you know it's he, he's. Making a birthday cake, and and he chose his sister's birthday. Careful, your ring keeps clicking on the table. Okay, and um, <laughs> and so, just allow him, allow him that space, like energetically, physically, whatever, emotionally. Just allow him that space to do what he's doing to try to help himself go through the thing. Because mm-hmm. obviously, you ain't no fucking help. Other than <laughs> I was gonna say, like, you ain't helping, so let him help himself. Oh, oh no. did, did did you think maybe you should just try to celebrate her existence with him? Did you offer to sing along? Did you ask to see if it was okay? I doubt that passed her mind. Right? I doubt it. So it's just it's like just him. let him grieve by himself since you ain't gonna play the, a proper role. Mm. Yeah, no, it's just like it's so crazy because I'm like I'm like what's nuts to me is this can't be the only she says they that the. Hold on. Let oh, me everything see. else is good. That they usually get along, and you know what? I'm thinking. I'm thinking she probably gets her way most yeah. of the time with everything else, and this is the thing that he's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not this. Him. Good for him. You know, because you can't have this type of entitlement and that not show up in yeah. other parts of the relationship. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird and really fucked up. That is wild. Especially, too, since he does use the rest of the day, like, for doing whatever she wants. I can't believe these type of people are in relationships. That still, like, <laughs> blows my mind that there are fucking people like this that have a relationship with some other well, person. Well, but that's the thing, though, is, like, certain things don't show up till about three years later. Mm. Okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. It's like, the first two years, it's like, oh, well, you know. That's stop. right. The first two years is considered the honeymoon phase, right? I think, I think so. it's um the first like when you get to that two year mark is when it's kind of like a make or break type of thing like that's when you start seeing the I think they say like the year and a half or two years um I know two years for sure but that's when you start to kind of are we going this way together or are we going that that's you know? crazy though because two years is quite a long time so like. To be stuck in the ha 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 like for two whole fucking years and then realizing on year three that god damn I'm with a monster. No, well you don't know until stuff. I know, I know, but that's like that's crazy that that happens. Because sometimes like things, as long as things are okay, and that's why relationships are kind of funny because you Mm. we with somebody, and then if if everything is cool, you don't really get to see them under pressure. If everything is cool. Everybody got money, jobs, working, 
no no family crisis it's everything is cool you don't really see their true colors Mm -hmm. they got the mask on they're doing the thing and then finally something happens a waiter gets an order wrong and they fucking flip the table and it's like (gasps) where'd that come from it's like it's been there yeah yeah like you got an interview before you decide full interview (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. show up in business casual attire sit on the other side of the table bring a notebook and pad I mean, a uh, pad and um, pencil. You're on the other side. You have your list of questions. Is there a there... resume? Do Do you have to? Yeah, like, why not? Call their past three references. Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't remember. I do have your reference. No, but seriously, like you need to interview. Like there are some topics that need to be talked about before you decide to. Like if you're just casually dating, whatever, have fun, do whatever your heart desires, whatever. But if you're actually thinking about being with this person and being serious with this person, there's some conversations that need to... There were probably signs. Like, when they were that out... Too. That is what I'm saying. When they were out, the waiter probably messed up one time, and she was just like... <laughs> and then like... <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like... like you stepped on uh, a cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, mittens! <laughs> and he was just like, ah, uh, it's probably just indigestion. Uh. <laughs> you imagine, like... I'm so sorry. Like she just, she just has a lot of heartburn. <laughs> yes, she has acid reflux. She didn't mean to call you a stupid bitch. <laughs> like, God. I think if I no, never mind, never mind, never mind. I can't deal. Oh my gosh. So there's that. Yeah. So, girl, you the asshole for sh- like you more than the asshole. But since that's the question, you're the asshole. Yeah, I'm gonna refrain from saying what is being shown across the jumbotron in my my brain understood all right it is time for affirmations that's an interesting drum roll i know because my tongue stopped rolling (laughs) (laughs) mid-drum roll so it was like (laughs) i'm like just kind of picturing what what happened in your mouth and like like as if there were a bunch of people like that had to like ride a bike so your your tongue would roll and it's like Jamie keep pushing <laughs> yeah anyway all right affirmation time yes so to start off we hope that this affirmation resonates with you and that even if you take a part of it Take a part of it. Pick and choose what you need to hear. And if it does not resonate, sucks. I'm kidding. Um, if it does not, if it does not resonate, come back for some more. For some more. Some more. I'm channeling my inner Mel with a bunch of different accents. So our affirmation for today is: <clears throat> I am proud of myself, and I release the idea that other people's negative opinions of me matter. Wonderful. Yes, because it's true. The only, well, in certain situations, (laughs) sometimes someone's opinion, you know. It depends. Like, if I was being a shit. That's what I'm saying. If you're being a bitch and someone's like, yo, like. I'd be like, your opinion doesn't matter. Yeah, (laughs) you like push over an old lady and someone's like, you're a bitch. And she's like, opinions don't matter to me. (laughs) It's like the poor lady's tumbling down with her walker. Like, oh my God. Yeah, anyway, never mind. <laughs> um, disregard what I said and take that affirmation for how you want. But yes, so that pretty much concludes our episode. So I'm going to tell you where you can find us. Okay, thanks. So you can follow us on Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Mm. Thank you. I practice. Yes. yes. Um, and please do us a very big favor and... Not only follow us, but also give us reviews. We also have an email, so if you have any feedback, you need any advice, you want to say hello, you have some am I the assholes that we could fucking beat the shit out of these people verbally, <laughs> send it to us. Or, um, you know, if you're just having a shit day and you need someone to talk to, Mellard is a good person to talk to. Oh, thank you. And if you're having a shit day and you're watching one of our episodes and you're feeling a little bit angsty, do us a favor and throat chop the like button and subscribe. Leave us a review on everything, please. Five stars. If it's not five stars, don't do anything. No, I'm kidding. 
Yes, we are Talk Your Shift on all platforms. TikTok, we are Talk Your Shift podcast. But mm. even if you type in Talk Your Shift, that'll be fine. Yeah, it still shows up, you said, right? Yes, it does. Yeah. It does. Yes. So also, keep your eyes peeled for a Patreon, or our Patreon, I should say. Our Patreon. Yes. Yes. We are definitely getting that, like, ready. And I'm really <laughs> excited about it. Yes doing one of these we are definitely (laughs) she got a bob (laughs) (laughs) so thank you very much for joining us today fun time do you want people to know your social medias i ain't doing anything (laughs) okay (laughs) uh maybe next time you Okay, so he's going to work on his social medias, and then maybe next time he comes on the show, he'll uh, promote his social medias. Fun time. All right. See you later. Bye. Thank you. We love you. Bye, everyone. Barry White. (laughs) 